0: You're listening to Seasonal Magazine's podcast, where we bring to you voices from industry experts and thought leaders. In this episode, Seasonal Magazine interviews Dr. Rajmohan Pillai, chairman of the 3.1 billion US dollars Beta Group, headquartered in Europe and with their food products sold in over 55 countries worldwide. A young yet veteran businessman, Dr. Rajmohan answers wide-ranging questions on the COVID-19 challenges, on better Group's unique experiences in surviving global economic crisis, on why the lockdown should be lifted now, on the radical fiscal and monetary measures needed, on better Group's operations and strategies to tackle the crisis, on the rise and fall of his illustrious brother, Rajan Pillai, who was one of India's greatest entrepreneurs. Also, he speaks on the unique life of his father and mentor, K. Janardhan and Pillai's Rags to Riches and back to rags and back to Riches story on his family and on his most profound thought that why life and business can be managed only philosophically.
1: We will start off with the COVID-19 uh, situation. Uh, okay. You have recently uh, remarked that if a person or a family wants are uh, really their needs or requirements and if their purchases are in tune with their budgets, then there is no economic crisis for that individual or family. Uh, can you can you explain <laughs> this more and does this
2: apply to nations too, in your opinion? Absolutely. I should first uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Okay. It's very important that uh, we need to look at a uh, 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 nations point of view very similar to what our uh, father of the nation used okay. to say. Okay. Can you imagine that the uh, ambition we are tested uh, is It becomes a country and you become self-sufficient. It is very similar to the Make in India concept that was developed by our Prime Minister. Okay. Our Prime Minister and his team is doing an extremely good job because we went into a closed down much before most of the other countries. We have been able to control the virus. Uh, much better in ratio compared to most other countries. Okay. We have had a head start uh, on that. Okay. But we have very major problems. We yeah. are actually on a nice edge as far as our health system is concerned. Okay. We cannot afford like right in America or Europe to have a very major problem because we do have that. We don't have the health workers in oh. to this whole
3: situation. Oh.
2: Only a place like Kerala ha- has relatively better health conditions. All the other, imagine that we, we have 6.5 lakhs of um, uh, beds, um, uh, hospital beds in the school country. Okay. And, and 1.5 lakhs of beds in Kerala alone. Okay. So, by population, we should really be having much more in the north, in UP, Bihar and everything. So, we cannot afford that. Ah, yeah. Uh, So, first um, uh, important thing is to get our health workers to have enough machines, enough protective gear and everything so that they don't get into a problem because if they get into a problem, it is like a war situation. Yeah. Um, They are our uh, people that need to work with the with uh, that crisis. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yes, our first uh, uh, thing should be to protect that. Yeah, and then only the other aspects come in. Yeah. Uh, basically, India is self-sufficient as far as food is concerned. Okay. We have roti, kachpana, makha and makhan our basis. Okay. We have enough cement factories to put any kind of constructions or any of these uh, levels. Yeah. We used to have a great text. Style industry, which has faded out in the last twenty years. Okay. Now we have started importing lots more material compared to producing it here. Okay. That needs to get back into our own country to make it, make it India. Ah, I yeah. Right now the uh, basis is the system of the food that is actually being produced is not getting to the consumer. I ah, yeah. Or the people who require it. That system can easily be developed under the WHO guidelines itself. uh, Because the food is already there, the milk is already there, um, uh, every every aspect, pulses are already there. The government is presently doing the rationing of both the rice and meat along with the pulses to all the people right now. This is a very, very good thing. But if the food um, system is also rectified, then the waste becomes far lesser. And that can immediately be uh, done so that uh, our hunger will not be a problem. Uh The second major problem is the number of workers who will not have salary. The total number of people that are in the working class is 500 um, uh, million uh, people okay. out of that, only fifty million are in the organised sector. Oh, yeah, paying okay. salaries uh, and keeping them. Yeah, uh, we are only really addressing this ten percent of the total um, working class. Yeah, we are the the government has to take care of the other sector because yeah. the other sector is far so larger, ninety percent of the total. Yeah. So that we need to find it through the gender accounts, yeah. through the accounts, through the women that we have. Yeah. We need to be extremely generous in that yeah. right now. So we need to actually fund them for this time, possibly it is about three months time that we will go through the problem, uh, yeah. to give them a particular amount that they can access through this particular situation. Okay. So, these are uh, very important things because uh, as far as um, India is concerned, if we do this much, yeah. then we are above the water as far as this crisis is concerned. Yeah. Let me give you a small example of the things that we have as a group faced earlier yeah. so that you understand um, why I am able to tell you all this. Uh, yeah. we, I, we have actually passed through three major crises okay this was beyond our control um okay. in our history one was in 1981 82 when india and russia yeah. had a trade war okay many of the people might not uh, even remember okay. So okay that is the first time i came into business okay. and russia stopped all business to with india at oh. that point of time oh. and russia was the largest trading partner for India at that point of time. Yeah. And uh, we as a group, uh, we lost 40 crores. 1982, um, we were the largest, uh, the um, the third largest company in the country. We um, lost 40 crores of rupees. Okay. The whole industry, cash industry lost close to 200 crores. Okay. And it took us 27 years to solve that situation. oh, Because the interest rate at that point of time was 20 to 24 percent. Oh. The penal charges were 36 percent. So it oh. was a very big mess oh. to actually work out through. Oh. Uh, and um, all the companies went bankrupt. We are the only companies still standing which had problems at that point of time okay. after that whole situation. So that was his first major crisis that we actually went to. Oh. Then, when we started expanding, one of the companies that we took over uh, uh, internationally was a company called Thai Agri Food in Thailand. Okay. Which, was, which is the second largest food company in Thailand. Okay. And we took it over in 1995. Yeah. Um, and uh, in 1997, the Asian crisis came. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: And when that came in, we had bought these company shares at 110 baht a share. Okay. And the prices came down to 30 baht. Oh. Cool. So the whole, um, uh, leveraging, everything went into a same source. Very similar to right now the share prices are uh, yeah, down and yeah, everything. Yeah. But that was an Asian crisis that Yeah. it took us close to about 16 years to settle that <laughs> whole situation. Yeah. So, we had to go slowly into that process and uh, settle that. The third was, by the time we had expanded into Europe, in Malta and into Holland. Okay. And this um, uh, financial crisis of the housing came in in America. Ah, yeah. And all the banks went short of money. Ah, yeah. So we the we are actually a distribution company, a trading and a distribution company. Okay. So the banks couldn't give us the money because the banks themselves went bankrupt. Oh. So that also took us. But that that we came out faster than most other things because of experiences that we had of the past two crises.
3: Uh yeah, exactly. So yeah. we
2: have actually developed models by which we can actually it held it for more more than three and a half months or four months already found the price. It did not go into an on time purchase situation as far well as purchase distance. Uh, yeah.
3: Because
2: today the style is for everything to be on time. Uh, so yeah. even if a, a product comes from Japan uh-huh. You are getting it into your factory almost only at the time that it needs to go into production.
3: Uh, yeah. So okay. the
2: logistics is made so uh, flimsy, according to me, you understand how flimsy it is today. Uh, yeah. But when everything was going on well, it didn't lo- look very intelligent because you were saving on interest. Uh, yeah. saving on loading, unloading, all these benefits uh, were yeah, right. this, this, and, uh, just in time. Uh, kind just of, in time, yeah. yeah. And the process is the pressure, Okay. Kind of a thing, yeah. but they never took into consideration even a disruption of a week Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, and that is created problem. Even the European Union, the same problem is there. Europe, we have actually made the system a little lesser, not like India. Yeah. We need only two weeks stock within our group companies. Okay. Uh, but uh, in India, I have always thought about uh, ninety days, supply, ninety days. Um, uh, working capital, everything that because India anything can happen yeah, at yeah. all point. Lahat can happen, and hot pass can happen in one state, and the other state is still working. So you cannot have an interstate moment, yeah, and yeah. that can actually get extended. The holidays can happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, Somebody dying, then immediately everything stops. All these things are things that we have in memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in India. We are little more stricter um, on the norms compared yeah. to the others. Yeah. Um, other countries. Yeah. So that is what we have developed, but those are things that we need to develop. Yeah. We need to develop a made in India situation because most of our logistics, our factories cannot even function. Oh, including yeah. making our malaria drugs, we okay. cannot do that because we are importing from China right now. Okay. Part of the, part of the thing. Okay. So that is why the Indian government went into a stoppage of exports. Because we knew that we had only three months stock here. If we were to export the stock, we would not have, if if that was the medicine, we wouldn't have that medicine in India. Uh, So we have, not only us, most of the countries are dependent on China for as far as production is
3: concerned.
2: Uh, So that needs to change, at least for critical um, uh, things.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. We need
2: to start getting India to be self-sufficient.
1: Yeah. And that
2: is what I actually meant by being India self-sufficient because we have everything.
3: Yeah.
1: We
2: are not a Singapore, we are not a country uh, which doesn't have, we have within our whole country all the possibilities of dealing with a crisis like this. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And it
2: is only a question of managing the situation Indeed, and this is actually a mission that we have to actually do to actually do that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: So that is the first uh, uh, area that I want
1: to say. Another thing, uh, as a keen observer and participant of the food supply chain activities in India and the world, you have recently sounded alarm bells about how the lockdown is uh, lockdown will paralyze the supply chain if something is not done fast. What do you What do you think is a greater concern? Billions of people not getting enough food. Or the millions of laborers
2: going without wages? Both are equally problem. I think okay. that first is the food. Okay. The first concern of every human being is there me- at least one good meal a day. Yeah, yeah. If not two. That is yeah. your first. If you don't give that, you will have a revolution. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: There is no question about it. How yeah. the first instinct of a human being. yeah, yeah. So that's can easily be done because there is enough material there. Yeah, We are not in a war situation by which um, all the borders are closed and we don't have the material. Yeah, yeah. It's only a question of transporting. One of the people that we should take into consideration is the drivers, the lorry drivers that actually drive in these conditions huh. because it is very lonely to drive and there is no other cars, nothing else on yeah. the road yeah. from a long distance. Yeah. And they are really working as hard as the health workers. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And it is like most of the petrol pumps are closed. It is a uh, harrowing experience. It yeah. is not like when we were uh, being translated because they could get food everywhere. Yeah, the yeah. Toilet- today the to- so public toilets are not clean. Ah, yeah,
3: so yeah. they
2: are using very bad the toilets. They yeah. are really They don't have places to sleep or just relax. They cannot get tea, coffee, but they are still doing a fantastic job which you can't even imagine what they are actually doing. So they are as good as any soldier. They are keeping this whole system and they are still willing to work. And even all these talks between states and everything, they are still willing to work. So they need to be really commended, they need to be helped in this kind of situation. And because that is going on, you can actually have food everywhere. You can really have food. And like today, even in a small state like Kerala, we are thinking about making Milk powder within the state because we are unable to depend on Tamil uh, yeah. Nadu to give the milk and make yeah. milk powder and yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is a, the essential commodities have to slowly come within the country yeah, and yeah. if it is possible critically within every state itself. Okay. Because these kind of crisis can come at any point of time yeah, and yeah. there are few things that we have to be self-sufficient in these kind of situations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The next one. At the same time, the
1: government has a more critical role to play of ensuring that COVID-19 doesn't spread like in China, Europe or USA. Food supply is especially vulnerable as it would be a catastrophe if the pandemic spreads to the food packaging workers and the food itself gets affected as the virus is notorious for surviving for a week on many surfaces. How do you think these competing objectives of ensuring safety and ensuring food supply can be achieved?
2: Uh, right now, luckily, the WHO has given guidelines on uh, on all these aspects, and they are updating on a regular basis. Okay. We can. Our only information that we have is the WHO right now. Yeah. There is no other agency um, uh, actually uh, getting all the information and dispersing. Okay. One of the critical things that we need to do right now is communication. Okay. And communication also to the young people. Ah. so that is something that to keep their morale up because India is the country of youngsters. Yeah, we are in relation with the Europe um, a younger country. Yeah, and one of the reasons that this is not hitting us as bad as in Italy or Spain ah, is yeah. also because of the age. Uh, yeah. Being young now, we are a lot more immune than the older people yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 that yeah. is there. There yeah. is two reasons. There is uh, supposed to be some reasons. One is the heat. Oh, yeah. The second is the BCG injection that we have got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the third is the younger generation. Yeah. The younger generation, nobody is talking about, but I believe that the younger generation is also the reason, uh,
3: reason yeah. why it is,
2: because their immunity is higher. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. This
2: is also the reason why we are not getting hit as bad as the uh, other people.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. So, the, so that the communication that is going to the youngsters are not enough from the government. Yeah, yeah. It should be exciting communication to the people because they need to be. Um, involved in this fight. They need to understand why this is happening. Oh, the yeah. older generation is far more easier to understand because they have, they have gone through lots of difficulties. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the younger people are a lot more modern uh, in their outlook. Yeah, they want to go They want to go, want to go out. But it is very important that they also study the discipline. Yeah. They also understand for a national cause. Yeah. That communication needs to be improved uh, in that. Yeah. The standards of this food, all that W C is already giving, we oh. can actually start the operation without any covert problem oh. uh, that will happen. Oh. Uh, that standards have already come.
3: In. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We need to follow it, and the government needs to see that we follow. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And now a couple of questions on the economic revival. Coming to yeah. f- fiscal and monetary measures to uh, survive this crisis. What are your views on boosting government spending and lowering of interest rates? I think critical both the things. Okay.
2: One is, oh, these, uh, we should see that all the viable sectors in the uh, in the economy is on at the earliest. Okay. We cannot allow a lockdown to actually happen. Okay. Because these are like bridges that needs to be actually built. Okay. So it's very important that we see. The critical thing is, this is a war time kind of a situation. We cannot think about it as a democracy. Okay. So you cannot be giving money to everybody at the same time. Because um, um, uh, we do not have that kind of money. India doesn't have that kind of
3: money. But
2: we can actually choose, understand which are the companies that have been doing well before this, and support them to go ahead full-fledged ahead, not allow their systems to fail. Okay. And luckily, we have um, uh, guidelines on how we can actually do it. Okay. So, that, like, imagine there can be only two people in a lorry. We can, we just need to carry two people. If there can have to be one meter distance between uh, workers, you can actually do that. If they need to clean the hand, that can also be done. All this can actually be done. We need to enforce it locally, but the process has to actually start. Interest is already fairly low, but even if you give without interest and take the losses into another account, because of this crisis, there is no problem. Uh, Actually, there is no problem of doing very innovative measures in a crisis. It's very important that during the crisis that we see that the systems go through, see that all the people are engaged and working, they are uh, in salary, they are got, got food and they can actually live yeah. and they are not in fear of the future. Ah,
3: yeah, yeah. That
2: is the communication mm-hmm. that is not going.
3: Yeah, yeah, if yeah. India
2: will come out, there is no problem, your jobs will be protected, it will anyway be there, you okay. have to go through a system only right
3: now. Ah, yeah.
2: As uh, this has been an unprecedented economic
1: crisis, do you think the way GSP and other tax are charged needs to be changed significantly? How will the government be able to hold on to its revenue if the GST rates are cut significantly?
2: Okay, good. Uh, the the, the GST rate, whether it has to be cut out kept spending, is, uh, is the only question. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. We need to first understand that the companies have taken a loss beyond the control of the business people or the of the company. Okay. So this is an emergency crisis. Uh, yeah. So, in that crisis, you can actually create a COVID-19 fund. Okay. And it is like a Solidarity COVID-19 fund that you can actually create on a one-time basis. Okay. Take the to- total loss. You ah. can print money for that or you can take loans for that. Oh, yeah. Both state governments as well as central government can take loans. Okay. And even print money for that. There is no problem yeah. because this is a crisis that has happened in once in hundred years. Ah, uh, yeah. It is not as actually, actually um, uh, doing something um, overnight. Yeah. So print enough money so that the government act- activities, everything can go on correctly as it is. Okay. And this is only needed for that period of time that the lockdown actually happened. Ah, uh, yeah. So, it is not an ever-going thing. Because Uh the consumer is already there, people are willing to work. Once they start working, the productivity will be high. Uh Everything can go to very normal as long as this disease is controlled. Uh So, go through system till the disease is controlled, see that the funding is done Uh so that this fund is actually created okay. for uh, uh, the reaching there. That period of time, the fund is kept a uh, uh,
3: Yeah.
2: You are printed for a particular reason. Uh, yeah. And that is actually paid off within a period of time. Okay. So you can actually decide, imagine that this happens only in the next, every 40 years or 50 years. Uh, yeah. You can actually divide it, this, that printing into 50 years and take it out of the account. Ah, yeah, yeah, So every year you can take uh, like 3%, 5%, whatever you want. Okay. You can take a decision and take it out of the economy also. Okay. And already inflation, there is no problem in India right now. Even today, vegetables, everything is, once it is coming, the prices are still low because production is already high. Yeah, yeah. Our systems have developed. So we don't have a problem. And once you take it out, you will not even know that this actually happened as far as economic system.
1: Ah, yeah. Then the, the next one. Do you think most the most hard-hit industries like banking, housing, travel, and hospitality need to be helped more by the government to come out of this crisis without much damage and loss of jobs?
2: I, I, I think that uh, you will have far bigger problem in tourism and travel than what you can even think about today. Yeah. Because this whole co- whole thing that has uh, hit will it the whole travel industry
3: yeah. Travel,
2: traveling is going to become much more much more expensive. It is like the buses; they are asking only one a person to travel per seat. Yeah. Then what happens is what you need to charge in the buses becomes three times. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Because otherwise well, you cannot pay the petrol and you cannot uh, put the driver and you cannot give the same service to one third the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, consumer. Yeah, yeah. So, the um, uh, tourism industries, the effects are, if you look at every individual industry, it's all different effects. Yeah. It's going to, not, not many of them will be viable right now. Oh, yeah. It is not going to be. Oh, so, yeah. the, uh, these are small um, cry, the, the, uh, decisions that the government has to take to actually reduce the number of hotels, number of things, until it comes back. If you start funding those hotels which are going to become unviable, you cannot help the uh, the companies that are which are viable. Okay. In the the
3: same sector,
2: you mean? In the same sector. In in every sector. You will have to decide which is the profitable one or which is the potential one. Okay. And support that because um, uh, there will be a lot of weak along with a strong
3: thing. Oh, yeah. But if you
2: don't divide it, yeah. the problem is we don't have enough money oh. and if you actually spend it on all like a democracy, oh, yeah. we are finished.
3: Yeah. Nobody will survive. Yeah, yeah.
2: So these are businesses. I can understand that if there is a loss that is uh, made during this period of time, just pay the losses and ask them to close down. Oh, yeah. You cannot allow them to subsist uh, because There is not going to be so many tourists coming in anymore.
3: Ah, yeah.
2: The travel cost is definitely going to be three times higher. Uh, Yeah. So how is it going to be that so many people can travel? Yeah. Every economy is affected, so the revenue earnings of every economy is going to be lower. Okay. Actually, the, the, the share market, and everything has been going through a boom for the last 20 years. Right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Almost 23 years.
3: Right?
2: Yeah. So yeah. that is why you see so much of travel, so much of people traveling, even middle class or lower middle class people are traveling to South Africa and all these things. There mm-hmm. are deals and everything.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: All this is going to take. What was a deal at one and a half lakh rupees today, or yesterday? Yeah. It's going to be 5 lakhs of rupees tomorrow. Ah, uh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Because even in hotels, even in the places that you travel, all the buses, all the flights, everything, they will be distancing at least in the near future uh, yeah. for the next one or two years. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So I think that we, um, we need to look at it very differently from right now. Yeah. Understand what is the situation. You can keep correcting it. Yeah, um yeah. Uh According to information that you are getting, but as of right now, don't expect tourism industry to get back into a situation uh, very soon. In that, you just see which is the hotels or uh, places that uh, you plan your services that you it can be required for oh, a yeah. tourism to happen yeah. and there will be more of the expensive tourism that will actually happen oh. and uh, that, that can be held on the oh. others should be actually closed on because otherwise then the supply will be just too much oh, yeah. for the number of people coming and everybody will make the same loss
3: oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Rags to riches stories are rare Back to Rags stories are also rare but what about, and again back to Rich's story? That should be the rarest kind. This is one such story that begins in Kerala, but spans Mumbai, Bengaluru, Singapore, London, New York, Delhi, Bangkok, Amsterdam, Malta, and touches back in Kerala. India was yet to gain independence. The place was Kollam in Kerala. Young Janardhan and Pillai was so poor that he opted to work in his wealthy uncle's farmland. He had to look after his parents and marry off his three sisters. His plan was to keep working in his uncle's farm as long as it was necessary to marry off his sisters at least. But he was too good a worker, too sincere a guy, that his uncle decided to marry his daughter to Janardhan and Pillai without looking at his finances. Technically, it was possible too, as the Hindu Nair community to which they belonged used to encourage such matrilineal marriages. Through this marriage, he was kind of adopted into his rich uncle's household. But the hard worker he was, Janadhanan Pillai soon set up a small cashew processing unit with his uncle's support. It was a natural business to start in Kollam, as the district was most famous for its cashew nuts and their processing. Young Janadhanan Pillai was not a well-educated man, neither was he a born businessman. Rather, he was a thoughtful, philosophical kind of guy who did things as perfect as he could. And no wonder, his cashew processing venue clicked big time. But Janardhan Pillai never forgot his roots, never forgot why he had come to work in his uncle's farm. In the coming years, he would marry off all his sisters decently. The year was 1947, and year when good things were born, like Indian independence, and a first son for and Pillai, who was named Rajan. The boy's birth and Indian independence brought further good fortune to Janardhan and Pillai. His business started soaring and it looked like he would become a major exporter of cashews from India. Young Rajan was an average boy, a reasonable student and reasonable tennis player, but nothing remarkable, that is, as long as he was in a Malayalam medium school for his lower primary and upper primary classes. For his high school, he was shifted to an Anglo-Indian school. And his life took a dramatic turn at this particular school. Within months, he was fluent in English and by the time he was in his 10th grade, he had become a master debater, winning laurels for his school. But even more importantly, he had acquired a rare smartness to take on the world and to convince anyone of anything. Meanwhile, Janadaran Pillai's business was flourishing beyond even his wildest dreams. There was a ready market across the world for his cashew products, especially from Russia which used to import tens of crores worth of cashews from him every year. Those were huge orders at that point of time. But he remained the same person, living his own frugal lifestyle. And then 1964 had arrived. The country's first prime minister and architect of modern India, Jawaharlal Nehru, passed away and Lal Bahadur Shastri became India's prime minister. Also at the same time, at Kollam, Rajan had completed his pre-degree and his parents were blessed with a surprise second boy, whom they named Rajmohan. A youthful Rajan went on to study engineering at Tangal Kunyu Musaliyar Engineering College at his native column itself. When he was around 18 years of age, his dad's business started scaling exceptional heights. Janadhan and Pillai came to be regarded as one of the wealthiest persons in the whole of South India. But he didn't ever let success go to his head. Rajan was eagerly waiting for his engineering course to end but unlike his friends, he was not eyeing any conventional job. He had big dreams but just how big, even nobody in his family knew. The year was now 1968. Indira Gandhi was a Prime Minister after Shastri had passed away two years back. Rajiv Gandhi married Sonia that year. And Rajan Pillai had turned 21 and left his home in Kolam fully knowing that his skills and ambition Would be better served in the larger cities. The next that was heard of Rajan Pillai was that he had taken over a five-star hotel in Goa which proved to be a good deal for him and thus began an unbelievable saga of achievements from this Keralite youth who had no formal training in business. In the mid-1970s, Rajan moved his base to Singapore, something which even Indian businessmen twice his age and ten times his wealth couldn't imagine, let alone execute. He set up his company 20th century foods in that mega city to manufacture and market potato chips and peanuts. Meanwhile Janadir Pillai's business back home too was booming. He had emerged as one among the top three cashew exporters of India. During this time he often took his teenage son Raj Mohan with him when he went for business tours. At the Chennai airport they would be received by chairman of banks because Janadhan Pillai was that important a business personality. But he himself took it as just a phase of life which he knew could change any day. At Singapore, Rajan Pillai too was shifting gears. He befriended one of the rising stars of the global branded foods industry, F. Ross Johnson, a Canadian-born US business executive, who was then the president of US-based food major Standard Brands. Ross Johnson was impressed by Rajan Pillai's business acumen and took over his firm, 20th Century Foods. And Rajan Pillai became one of Ross Johnson's most trusted lieutenants in Standard Foods. Now, Ross Johnson was a lethally ambitious corporate raider who was always eyeing takeovers to scale up his business to unimaginable levels. In 1981, Ross Johnson pulled off a coup of sorts when he merged Standard Brands with its formidable American rival Nabisco who are the creators of Oreo cookies to create Nabisco brands. Very soon after the merger, he became its president and CEO. And then Rajan Pillai started playing bigger roles in Ross Johnson's global plans. However, back in India, in the same year, roughly 1981-82, his father Janardhan Pillai's business had suddenly run into its first major crisis. The Indo-Russian trade war began, And Russia stopped buying all things from India. Cashew exports from India took a major hit, and Janardhanan Pillai's venture took a hit of Rs 40 crore, then a princely sum of money. And that same year, his youngest son Rajmohan Pillai turned 18 and joined the family business, which was still headquartered in Kerala. It was a most unfortunate time to join business, as from being one of South India's richest men, his dad had fallen to be one of the poorest men being saddled with a huge debt. The father-son duo again visited Chennai, but this time there were no bank chairmen waiting at the airport. Instead, when they walked into the bank, they were made to wait for 45 minutes. Anybody would have been upset, but not Janardhan and Pillai who faced it with equanimity. In 1984, as one of Ross Johnson's most trusted executives, Rajan Pillai was sent to London to head Nabisco Commodities, a group company that now came under Ross Johnson's empire. Like all roles entrusted to him, Rajan Pillai carried this too with flair. And not so soon later, his career graph was rising. Though he didn't come to visit his parents frequently, Rajan Pillai used to call his dad every single day without fail. And when he came for a visit later, he understood the gravity of his father's business losses and offered to make arrangements for the whole family, including himself, to immigrate to the United States of America. But his mother would never agree to it. Rajan Pillai returned to his global basis of London and Singapore, and while his career graph continued to rise, his family's business back home continued to be in deepening trouble. But Janadhan Pillai was determined to fight back slowly and steadily. And with his younger son, Rajmohan Pillai, at the helm now, he started addressing and solving one problem after the other. Meanwhile, Ross Johnson was getting even more ambitious. He merged Nabisco brands with the US tobacco major R.J. Reynolds to form RJR Nabisco and became its CEO. Soon after, he took over the Asian subsidiaries of British biscuit maker Huntley & Palmer, whose parent company Associated Biscuits International Limited he had taken over in 1982 itself. Interestingly, Huntley & Palmer owned the controlling stakes in India's largest biscuit maker, the Britannia Industries. Now, knowing Rajan Pillay's roots and exposure in India, Ross Johnson entrusted him with the entire control of Britannia in India and Asia. Rajan did better than anyone's expectations, growing Britannia swiftly and thus earning the nickname Biscuit Baron of Asia. But disaster hit Ross Johnson the same year. Growing even more ambitious, Johnson, who was then the CEO of RJR Nabisco, tried to execute a leveraged managed buyout of the whole firm backed by a PE fund. This set off a bidding war with rival PE fund KKK, which finally won the backing of the RJR Nabisco board, which was becoming wary of Ross Johnson's management buyout tactics. The leveraged buyout by KKK was for a period of 25 billion US dollars, the largest takeover till then. Even though Ross Johnson failed dramatically in US, Rajan Pillai moved swiftly to reclaim several of Nabisco's subsidiaries in Asia for Ross Johnson, including ABIL, which owned 38% of Britannia. Rajan brought it back for KKR for 45 million US dollars with the backing of Ross Johnson and French giant Group Danone, then known as BSN. And by the end of 1989, Rajan Pillai was controlling six Asian companies valued at 400 million US dollars. However, this success was short lived. By 1993, he ran into problems with creditors and fell out with both Ross Johnson and Danone. That same year, the Wadia Group, which always had an eye on Britannia, teamed up with Danone to wrest control of Britannia from Rajan in one of the most dramatic boardroom battles India had ever seen. Rajan Pillai's problems mounted when Ross Johnson sued him in Singapore, which finally led to his extradition case in India. His brief imprisonment at Delhi's Tihar Jail Denial of medical assistance for liver cirrhosis, despite the court's orders for the same, and his shocking and most unfortunate death in 1995 due to medical negligence while in police custody. The case rattled India's legal system so much that it led to the appointment of a commission for jail reforms, many of which were implemented subsequently. It was left for his father Janardhan Pillai and his younger brother Rajmohan Pillai to pick up the pieces left unfinished and to consolidate all the families and his remaining companies under one umbrella. Thus was born Beta Group, under the leadership of Rajmohan Pillai. The timing couldn't be worse for Rajmohan. The family business still had not come out fully from the aftermath of the Indo-Russian trade war of the early 1980s, and not only had he lost his brother, but a major takeover made in Thailand in 95 for Thai Agri Foods was melting down due to the Asian financial crisis of 1997. Dr. Rajmohan soon realized that he cannot emulate the dashing aura of his brother, nor the supremely patient aura of his father. He will have to do things his way and excel. And that is what he has done, especially during the 25 years after his brother's untimely death. A humble person, he gives a lot of credit to his visionary father, who was the epitome of equanimity, and to his incomparable entrepreneur brother. But a careful analysis would reveal that the BETA group has been strongest under Dr. Rajmohan's tenure. Dr. Rajmohan Pillai has led BETA group out of three major economic crises, and with each crisis, the group has emerged stronger. Today, it is a world leader in nuts and dry fruits, with its products sold in over 55 countries. Based out of Malta in southern Europe, in 2019, it had recorded a turnover of 3.1 billion US dollars and a profit of 376 million US dollars, with its major brands being Nutking King and Olay. For sure, both Janahan and Pillai and Rajan Pillai would be proud of Dr. Rajmohan's achievements.
1: Then the next one, sir. Uh, that is basically on your group, beta group.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, you are a pretty optimistic person, and as an active tennis player, you are stressed on the importance of playing on the front foot now. Uh, yeah. What what all points made you optimistic in this
3: time?
2: Uh, I think that our experiences are extremely important. I mean okay. Not many groups have actually faced these problems earlier. Yeah. So, our experiences have actually been very helpful. We have actually offered it to other companies also to change their thinking and how they are actually doing it. Okay. We are in five, we have operations in Five countries right now okay and all countries everywhere there is different of problems individually oh, yeah. but as a group we don't face too much of a problem we will not have any problems of paying the salaries we will not have any problems once the delivery logistics is already done to actually uh, supply there in America it is already considered essential goods the right foods and that so the supplies huh. and everything are all already going on in full swing. Okay. Time yeah. Because they use that as part of their nutrition for everybody. Okay. Huh. All the dry fruits and nuts use it as well. So, yeah. um, um, I don't think that uh, we will. Uh, there will definitely be a disruption. There will be a, um, a turnover loss and a profit loss during this year. Yeah. But nothing that we cannot take. Uh, yeah, yeah, So it is very critical that you should understand lots of the, lots of the people that are, uh colleagues or people who are in the same business will not be there when we come out of this situation. We will actually have a first-mover advantage over many people by yeah. the time we come out of the situation okay. because of our earlier experience and how we have actually planned.
3: Okay. And yeah.
2: that makes the friendship much more possible, and for the people to be more positive
3: yeah. uh, in
2: our group compared to other
3: people. Yeah,
1: yeah. Other uh, with group. Uh, what all of your strategies in staying connected with your team members and associates? What percentage of productivity is the firm operating now globally during this pandemic?
2: Uh, We are right now at 25% efficiency. Okay. Because, uh, like, most of the logistics are are actually disconnected. Okay. Including from India, the ports are not working full-time. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the uh, government offices for giving us licenses and everything are not working. Okay. And that is true even in uh, in Europe, um, uh, Thailand, and in uh, America.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: So every country will be related to the control of this actually uh, disease uh, because the controls will be uh, uh, limited to that. The controls will be according to how the countries can control the disease. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So including the interstate movement, everything even a courier is unable to come. Aye, aye, aye. And we never imagined that kind of controls to actually happen. Aye, 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 aye. Uh, so these are the lots of things that we knew. A lot of things, even in every crisis, is there are many new information coming in. Okay. So the critical thing is as a group, to keep the new information and be ready for the next uh, thing. So those are the uh, good things. So you need to be extremely lean, you need to be extremely uh, uh, proactive at all points of time to take yeah. advantage of these kind of situations. Yeah. Right now, we are only 25 and uh, we are hoping that we can slowly build up in the next 45 or 60 days yeah. to
3: a 60%.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now. yeah. Because leadership has been in the next business? From yeah. where, where all are the nets procured and where all are its process? What is the job still your products?
2: Uh, we are uh, reaching close to about 55 countries. Okay. We procure from 20 countries, especially from Africa, uh, Indonesia yeah. right now. Yeah. And we procure a lot from India. So yeah. that is actually as far as cash. But when you go into dry foods and nuts, we procure from another 55 countries. Oh. Because all the dry foods come from very different countries. For example, almonds comes from America, uh, Turkey produces apricots. And so, oh. the, um, the, uh, the, the link that we require globally is very, very high. Okay. And you have to be looking at the dry foods and nuts. It's very, very high. So, okay. the, it is almost encompassing close to about 80 countries that have. But okay. so even when we supply it into London, that is taken to another many countries in Africa or from Malta, it is taken to a lot of. And this even though we don't have a presence there. Okay. So, in 55 countries, we know that we are supplying.
1: Okay. Things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, where, where is the processing
3: happening? The
2: processing is happening in India and Thailand.
3: Thailand, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they are all the other things, we buy the goods from the farm. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You have so other interests like in infrastructure, energy, entertainment, etc. Can you explain your key for in this area?
2: Yeah, like uh, the um, um, all the all these things are things that we actually um, had, um, came up in the last twenty years time. Okay. So focus that has happened after two thousand is a lot more to do with post and into IT. Okay. I think that that is actually going to be the new generation uh, business, okay. and that's also in these platforms. Okay, it is not going to be a lot more physical. So we actually started our IT and the store during almost seven years back. Okay, and that has become a big focus for us. Okay, because the future in IT is definitely going to be a robotics into going into platforms where people can talk, people can actually interact, do most of the things that people are doing physically in the uh, IT space. Ah, yeah. So that is going to be more and more utilized. Okay. This particular disease is only going to enhance that. Ah,
3: yeah, yeah. But yeah.
2: by nature, people, the children are unwilling to interact so much. Ah, They are able to interact through a mobile better than interacting between people.
3: Ah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this I found out about eight years back when I actually um, uh, saw my son and his friend um, uh, uh, sitting on the same sofa. Okay. And they were actually playing on their iPad and SMSing each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was very shocked. I mean, we could not imagine if I got a friend I would be uh, running around and all those things compared uh, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were actually um, uh, communicating through their iPad compared to Physically talking. Yeah, yeah. And that they could do it even in their houses. There's no reason to come to a stage so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are things that have actually changed. Uh, yeah. This COVID-19 has enhanced that. In which Zoom has uh, become very popular. or All the other uh, yeah. interactive methods have become very, very popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, uh, this is going to be Platforms are going to be easier future include... Connecting people through platforms, think, uh, the, um, uh, coaches, um, uh, the member to play games, everything. So ah, yeah. platforms are going to be far more important in the next generation yeah, than yeah. what is right now. Yeah, yeah. So those have become our major focus. The right. older businesses of infrastructure logistics are right. no only making, but there is no, uh, investment there because uh, we believe the future is going
3: on. Ah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. In, uh, The future is definitely going to be, as far as it's time, going to be into entertainment, into ah. IT, and good
3: sports. These
2: are three areas that we are actually uh, looking into. Oh, okay. Ah. Uh, getting uh, getting large. Ah
3: yeah, yeah.
1: You have an IT company in India
2: or somewhere in the world? Yes. We have we have uh, an IT company in India called Basecyclic. Okay. And that is starting right now. Uh, actually, just before COVID, it was supposed to start in Dubai. They have to still take a the decision. They might either start in Dubai or in Canada. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, where
2: is the decent group headquartered and do you have
1: plans to list it in the stock market? Uh,
2: not right now. Listing is normally done because you require cash. Okay. We have enough cash within us for our plans. Okay. Uh, as, at least not for the next, Five or seven years, but okay. in business you can never say no to uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that is not uh, something. So uh, you yeah. need to keep changing your plans according to information that you receive. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you need to be very nimble to be able to change.
3: Yeah, so According
2: yeah. to that present condition. Yeah, yeah, As of right now, we do not have a plan. We are, la- we are registered in Malta and because we got a tax exception there. Okay. Before Malta became a European Union, we got a 30-year tax exemption, So, we okay. are enjoying it. Okay. Um, and uh, we, are, we are based out of there, right now. headquarters uh, that is based out of Malta? Malta. Okay. Our back office is all in between Quailon and France. Oh, okay. And in Netherlands, you have any significant operations? Yes. We have a distribution of the, uh, operation okay. all, all over Europe. The oh. Northern Europe is looked after by Netherlands. Okay. Uh, Southern Europe is looked after so much.
1: Ah, yeah. Uh, coming to some questions about your background, hobbies and family. Uh, can you tell us something about your uh, love for tennis and how it evolved as well as your other hobbies? Uh,
2: okay. Uh, d- basically, I think my father and mother, my sisters, I have six sisters. Okay. And my brother, all of us played tennis.
3: Oh, really? Uh-huh.
2: And we had a, like, a, we were from Coylon, We had a small private club called the Cashew Club where we had a tennis court and oh. everybody played. Oh. And our passions grew when uh, we actually started uh, this P.A.C. Um, uh, program for Britannia. Tennis, uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, okay.
2: So, the, we had actually funded 12 million US dollars out of our um, uh, foundation okay. only to promote um, uh, That is where Leander and Somde's government uh, oh. came from. Oh. The academy. That, was, that is the most successful academy okay. uh, that has ever happened in India. Okay. Is it
3: still functioning?
2: No, no. It, like what happened is we, we had to sell the company uh-huh. and return an investing and they did not want to continue. It.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it
2: unfortunately stopped uh, in, in 1998 oh. and we couldn't uh, continue it. We also went into a problem in 1997. Uh, crisis uh, yeah. so we could not continue but it's really one of my ambition is uh, to have an academy to create uh, uh, a world champion in tennis. So I have represented uh, the university five times, I've brought uh, into the Indian team, uh, I've got uh, a gold medal uh, okay. for the world championship, I've uh, yeah. become men's champion in 35 age group, uh, uh, sure. all India and everything. So okay. I have gone through this whole thing um, uh, in tennis, but uh-huh. I got into business fairly early at the age of 18. Uh-huh. So I couldn't pursue a professional tennis. I would have loved to. I really enjoy playing tennis, but uh-huh. I equally uh, love my business.
3: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think
2: that uh, everything nature has a plan. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. this is what uh, I, I got into I'm very happy with uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And yeah. if I can get contribute back to the uh, 10 minutes, I will be very, very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you uh, tell me, sir, any other hobbies that you
1: want to mention? Uh, uh, any? Uh, I write books. I uh, am. Um, yeah, uh, I uh, am yeah, going to ask about that. I, I uh, am going to ask about that. Uh, 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 yeah, I
2: have four books. Yeah. And uh, first was uh, On My Brother called Wasted Dead, which was published ah, yeah, by Yeah. It got translated into six languages okay. and uh, was published around the world. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. last was um, a story that my brother had told called Siddhartha. Ah, yeah. And that was um, uh, that was actually uh, uh, done in Malayalam. The other was in English and translated. Okay. So, um, this is one of the things and I've uh, written about my uh, father. I've written about the industry. Mine was his first book. This came like um, uh, directory on cashew called pearl cashew economy okay. uh, with an Indian vision. Ah yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, so uh, that, that was also part of my thesis that I got my doctorate in. Ah okay. so, um, uh, so the So these are things that I do normally when I have too much of emotions ah, yeah. with me, and this I find it a good way of. Going. Though I am not a serial writer,
3: Okay.
2: I cannot be writing uh, always because uh. Christmas takes me and I love my tennis, I, uh, but when it comes, I need to get this through, so that is what actually happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very nice. As a person who is keenly focused on personal
1: productivity, can you tell us how you go about planning and managing your day?
2: Uh, I normally get up anywhere, anytime between 3.15 and 4.15. Oh,
3: really? really? And
2: uh, that is my most, my most productive time for me is between that 3.30 and 10 o'clock. Okay. I kind of finish all my work, including my 10 minutes, my emails, uh, my um, the, the morning meditation, everything. Okay. By eleven o'clock.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
2: So at uh, my bath, I play my tennis at my bath I am in the office. By eleven o'clock is the time that I do all the necessary work for normal day. Oh okay. and from eleven o'clock is my time for future day.
3: Oh, okay. So yeah. what
2: I do, and that I sleep very early. I sleep by about 8.30 uh, and 9. Oh. Unless I have a, a dinner and everything which I have to go through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, my battery kind sleep of, kind of off by about 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. I'm not really productive uh-huh. after that. But my greatest, um, uh, most productive time is in the morning. Okay. Uh, time, uh, and, um, uh, after 11 o'clock, I get into lot more public relations, a lot more, uh, planning to talk about what new ideas that can actually come in and everything. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, So that is how I regularly break down every day is, uh, current, uh, work and the future plan. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has helped me. Like the future planning normally comes into effect only after seven years at eight years. Uh-huh. But once you like, since I've been doing it for almost thirty years, those plans have come into help us uh,
3: yeah, yeah. after
2: that, and that has actually overtaken the past business system uh-huh. uh, things that I have to do. So yeah. also when I get time, I even play tennis, in the evening or do okay. some writing or my uh-huh. passions in the in the half also. Okay. And the, the morning time, the productivity is also very high. Very I high, think yeah. it is almost four times higher than uh, the normal, like the, the nine to five time.
3: Ah, yeah,
2: yeah. So one hour during that time is like four hours working.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> exactly. exactly, yeah. are your favorite books and who are your inspirational leaders?
2: I have taken interest from many people. Oh. One of the greatest uh, the person that I, uh, did, uh, my impression, my greatest inspiration has come from my father. Okay. Uh, Janaram he okay. was in my grade because he was basically a philosophy student who came into business. Okay. And who minted money in business out of philosophy, not because he never changed his business whether he was a richest man in uh, South India or the poorest man. Oh, because when he made the losses, he became the poorest man. But he, he lived the same life. So he uh, was wearing the same shirt, the same uh, dhoti, oh. living the same life and everything. Because he had a very frugal life. Okay. Man. Okay. That has been a very great inspiration. But uh. otherwise, because of him and the interaction with Tata, who was a great inspiration. Okay. Digital Malaya, who is became Malaya's father. Yeah, yeah. A very good friend. Oh, yeah. and very inspirational leader. Okay. But as books, uh, Mahatma Gandhi has been a great, um, inspiration. Okay. For me. Because his, um, uh, basic philosophies that he came to understand in his later part are still very original and very useful for the world if it has to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, and that very has cool. been extremely useful uh, uh, in them. Yeah. And, um, uh, I keep reading uh, most of the biographies, related J. Pamphilis, or it doesn't matter, Nelson Mandela is some of, one of the people uh, who is very inspirational uh, in this point of time. Yeah. Uh, I love these um, uh, biographies and autobiographies oh. so that... Uh, for me, I like original things compared to fiction. Oh, uh-huh. I'm a great fan of James Bond. I'm a great fan of Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm a great fan of uh, CID, Prem, Nafir and
3: uh-huh. all these things. When, uh-huh.
2: I, when I, I enjoy that in big movie theaters with uh-huh. good music and everything. But when I read, I like to read um, real true stories, ah, yeah, yeah. which acts as an inspiration. That is all an author life that you lead, this gift bond and scared in a and everything, which is a very, or NPR, Oleg to and ah, yeah, yeah. All these are very inspirational for people's imagination and uh, yeah. how to do it. That yeah. gives me a lot of imagination, which is very different.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And can you tell uh, something about uh, your inspiration from your brother? He was a very, one of the greatest
2: Yeah, he was by far one of the most forward-looking entrepreneurs uh, uh, at his point of time. Ah, He went on to take over companies internationally where nobody in India was even thinking about those kind of... Yeah. He is 16 years older to me so he was kind of like my father. He was never like a brother
3: Ah, of mine. Uh,
2: And uh, he had actually left uh, the family when he was 21
3: oh. and I
2: was still not able to remember him. Oh. I came actually closer into contact with him only in the later part of his life.
3: Oh. Uh, in the
2: last seven years time, then he actually started having small problems. But uh, yeah, he was yeah. very inspirational. Um, like I, like there was always a rivalry between two of us uh, because I always because a uh, better student than him because when I look at the mask, I used to get better past than him. Oh. So everybody used to say, why don't you become like your brother? Why don't you become when I was young? Uh-huh. And he was supposed to be a good tennis player, but I had got, I was to state champion and everything. I got better things than what he did. Okay, It took me a very long time to understand it is not actually what you have got. It is how you deal with it that makes you a real champion or a real winner.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He was, he had an aura of being very attractive, uh, a great yeah. leader. Uh, that uh, made the difference than what you actually have. So uh, there yeah. are lot of people who have lots of knowledge. Uh, yeah. Or my professor might have more knowledge on business.
3: Uh, yeah. But he
2: cannot make it into business. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was his difference. His uh, difference was his ability to take it out, the information that he and uh, put it into practice. Uh, he yeah. was always associated with number one. Uh, yeah. Whichever country he was in business, in, he was number one in business. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought in Coca-Cola into India. He was, uh, His partners were a lot. Uh, yeah. It was unimaginable at that point of time to uh, be the yeah. largest biscuit manufacturer in Asia. Uh, uh,
3: uh, 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 for uh, a
2: boy who has uh, studied engineering in uh, Stanghalo and or College in uh, yeah, yeah. And he could be with the best, whether it was Prince Charles or a President of America, he could have been with him without uh, any problem.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From
2: an education of Infant Jesus, there was Father Rotorio, who yeah. was there, who taught him how to speak English and speaking. Uh, yeah. That made the difference for him to be able to deal with anything because he had studied Malayalam medium up oh. to the age standard. Oh. Then only he came to infant Jesus and uh, Father Rathalia took it
3: oh. But in
2: two and a half years, he was a great speaker. He was a great orator. He oh. was winning debates I don't know whether you understand. Another the Ghost of He was number two and um, uh, my brother was number one in the same division. Oh. So, but uh, that made the difference for him to deal with almost anybody in the
3: world. Uh And it
2: is his friendship with Vidyamagar that made uh, uh, that uh, thing happen and all those things. So he had a very different aura. But I have realized my father had a very different aura from him. Okay. But everybody is different. Uh, yeah, 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 Nobody is similar. So, I, similar like yeah. I tried copying him, but it couldn't work. I tried yeah. copying my father, it couldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have to, everybody has their own directions. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I
2: always say, like many people are trying to follow Jesus Christ. Yeah, but there are only two Christians that I know. One is Mahatma Gandhi, and another is Nelson Mandela. Yeah, 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 In the world, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. there are
2: many people trying to follow uh, Buddha. Yeah, there are many people trying to follow the the the, uh, the, uh, the Islam or the uh, Muhammad. Yeah, 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 But how many Muhammad are there? How many Jesus Christ are there? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, And
2: yeah. uh, the, the number of these, the number of Buddhas, are very little or yeah. nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody has to be that Buddha of their own. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is all that you can actually do. Right. So like, whatever you have been got, you have to develop it. Yeah. With your thing. Because situations are different. What Jesus was born for, what a different time, for a different purpose, and He achieved
3: that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we are in a different time that we have to actually understand and achieve that situation that is given to us. Uh, yeah, yeah, So that is all that you can actually do. Uh, yeah, so That uh, is the difference that yeah, you can yeah, make. yeah, yeah, So that is inspiration. Right. Yeah. Even my brother, he did a fantastic job with what he was. He was the yeah. son of the racist man in South India. Huh. He did that and he did great with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time I was eighteen, I was the son of the poorest man in uh, South India. Oh, so, yeah, yeah! Because of the It was a very different uh, situation. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't behave like him, though I wanted to.
3: Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, so it is a very different situation. So, Everybody's uh, life is different. It is uh, according to the circumstance and the
3: information. Yeah, yeah. So that is uh, given. And yeah.
2: um, uh, 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 he did like the. Uh, Similar time, there are many of my cousins, many of the other in this Everybody who had similar children and everything, nobody made it like Uh, that. And even in India, there were very few people who made it like Uh, that. He is definitely a very exceptional person Uh, that uh, that you can actually.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And though um,
1: uh, it has been said many times, do you think uh, the government and even the
2: central and state governments could not protect him properly? Very true. I think that both of them have failed. Yeah. And uh, even in the parliament, twenty MPs uh, of ours actually took up the issue of getting a CBI inquiry into it. Okay. Which they opposed, and they didn't pass in the parliament. Okay. The Supreme Court ultimately passed only a ten lakh compensation uh, in his uh, situation. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was. Very sad what happened in very. Uh, yeah, very, very because mean. for a boy, boy or a man like him, he should have never died in jail. So I that know. is why I, I named the book itself A Waste in Death. It was actually a very great waste for ah, yeah. the country ah, yeah. to have actually killed him. I ah, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. suppose uh, um, nature has different ways of doing things, ah, yeah, yeah. which we are still there to understand and try to search why we Jesus crucified or, yeah, um, right. you know, nobody knows. But there is lots of things that the good that has come out of that. Ah,
1: yeah. You you know, know,
2: you know. We, we, we never know. We never know. At that point of time, everybody was upset about it. but yeah. I think the good that came mm-hmm. after that is far bigger than yeah, yeah. the the punishment that he took ah, yeah. for the people. So right. it's a very, very interesting uh, situation. I, I think that nature has different ways. In a uh, real situation even but, uh, even
1: the title of the book you wrote about your father that is very
2: interesting can you tell me something about it uh, uh definitely uh it is called Devatina Naragam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I believe that everything is actually a, 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 a drama yeah and you are put in the different positions like what I said uh, one son the is just uh, of the same father, the richest man in South India. The other son is the yeah. <laughs> poorest man yeah. in South India because the the richness is compared between assets and liabilities.
3: Uh, ah yeah, yeah.
2: When you are uh, uh, even my driver is sometimes more richer than me uh. because the liabilities that I have uh-huh. a particular point is when my share prices come down. Yeah. For example, what happened in Thailand? Yeah. I am minus five hundred million US dollars. Uh, yeah. He might have an liability of only 10,000 rupees. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> See, I am far more poorer than most other people at points of time. And far more richer also at some points of time. And over a period of 30 years, it you can change at least three or four times. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's So I can the,
2: never, yeah. you can never know. I'm like... It is like Vijay Vidhyamalaya or Annelambani.
3: Ah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at a particular point of view, is as Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, it's back, it is
1: unimaginable.
2: Unimaginable. And suddenly, it becomes a minus person. Uh, yeah, yeah. These are things that keep on changing. I, I know that because I started with that kind of a minus situation. Uh, ah, yeah,
3: yeah. But the
2: father of the, like, children of the same father uh, is yeah. in different positions by the time they are 80. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So these are things, because when my brother was born, my father was only growing. Oh. And even when he went out, he was a very strong person by that time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my father had problems only when he was already established by 36, 37 uh, so yeah. I was only 18 at that point. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah I took over when my father was on the downhill yeah. uh, at that in yeah. the same um, family, same situation, everything is different. Uh, you have to keep from that. But one of the greatest assets that I could get yeah. was because of the liability uh, yeah. that I could actually develop a business. This is free of debt. Of things over yeah. a period of time, right? a yeah. Lots of hard work yeah, yeah. for the last uh, forty years yeah. so that we could do that, yeah, and uh, to be able to get into, uh, uh, get out of problems without much of a difficulty because of all the experience and information of these difficulties that people. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So that has been for me. I have found it very uh, useful. Yeah. and helpful yeah. uh, and I think I can't be talking about anybody else and my father's father's philosophy was that uh, yeah, when yeah. you are a driver act like a driver uh, yeah. and you would be given different roles family uh. one day like my father was a very poor man uh. he was uh, actually working for the company The father was a farmer, and he didn't have any money Okay, and my father had uh, a family of six two other brothers and three sisters. Okay. And uh, he didn't know how to marry them. Uh, father did not have any money. He birthed. Oh. Then because he was so good, my uncle decided to marry his daughter to him. Oh. So that is how he got into a little well. Then oh. he made very big. He got all the sisters married. He settled everything here.
3: Oh. He became
2: very rich. But he always... So after that, after the liability, oh. the first time he told me this was... Whenever we used to land in uh, Madras, uh. the chairman of Indian Bank or Indian Overseas Bank used to receive us at the airport oh. and take us to wherever we went.
3: Uh, yeah.
2: When we had the problem
3: yeah.
2: in '82, yeah. we had uh, gone to Madras to discuss to rehabilitate everything. Uh, uh, yeah. Nobody came. <laughs> we went at the appointed time to Indian Overseas Bank. Uh, yeah. And we were made to wait for 45 minutes. Oh, oh, So what? at the 45 minutes, I said, what is this happening? Because I was still young. Uh-huh. I about said, what is this happening? I'm you used to come and, like, uh, they used to come and receive us to the airport and why is this happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my father said, look here. For one lakh of rupees, I have waited outside the IOB office for three days. Uh uh-huh. Then I will go. But yeah. and then the chairman will come and repeat me also. Uh, yeah, yeah. Waiting for one hour is nothing for me. Oh. It is all a drama. Today I am in this situation. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow what will be there, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Today what was is a different story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow is a different Today is a drama I am playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. wait at that point of time. Uh, yeah. I can't be Expecting anything yeah. today. I owe this money to Indian Indian Oasis Bank itself. I owe he owed sixteen crores of the oh. to the other bank oh. and to my face tax department. The okay, so, they are treating me as a person who owes money. Aye, 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 aye. Otherwise, they were treating me as a person who had a ten crore fixed facility. Yeah, that was, the, that was the drama. Uh, yeah. so I am like I will be put as a Maharaja one day, yeah. then as a prisoner as another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you willing to play that? Right yeah, and yeah. that is life. Uh, so yeah. you keep on playing different roles yeah. according to what you are. Yeah. Don't ever think that you have to, have to be, be looked after like a king when you are a prisoner. Uh, yeah. Or when you are a prisoner, don't behave uh, when you are a king, don't behave like a prince. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is the difference that you need. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, so that is why the title that's a big lesson of life, yeah. It is a very big uh, yeah. And everybody goes
3: to it. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that is one of the reasons in, in uh, the Hindu religion to catch the feet of anybody who is older uh, Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. So that is because as far as I am anybody who is able to smile and is able to have lived one year older to me ah, yeah. has lot more information that I can actually learn ah,
3: yeah, than yeah. what I have yeah, yeah, yeah
2: it is not easy now nobody in this world who has not contemplated suicide ah, yeah. and if they have not died and ah. they have still lived it, there is something to learn from ah. anybody ah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: so that is my philosophy so I have Always try to understanding from everybody, whatever it is. So you never know who is eating and you never know from this particular conversation what are the effects uh, yeah. that is going to come, uh, how yeah. this uh, will happen. Everything uh, yeah. has a reason. Uh, yeah. But you can't expect the reason. You can't expect this to happen because of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do this with the full uh, might as whatever you have. Uh, yeah. Because you are, you are destined to do it. Ah,
3: yeah,
1: exactly. Not
2: because the results will anyway happen at some point.
3: Ah, yeah,
1: exactly. And can you tell us something about your family and how you lead your dear ones in day-to-day life?
2: I, I actually, did. I I have actually taken a distance. You only have the ability to lead your own life. Okay. Like, even though I get up at 3.30, they have different times to get up. Ah, yeah. Uh-huh. They have different uh, abilities. Everybody is different. So, okay. what I try to do is encourage them whenever, whenever I think it's the right thing to do. Okay. Keep telling them the right thing. According to me, the right is always in your Uh ah. What is right is not actually need not be the real right. Ah, yeah. Sir, you keep on encouraging them to do whatever they are, including yeah. my wife gets up, like, I make the tea for her and leave. Even in the first night, first, after the first night, I had to make the tea and leave for her. <laughs> <laughs> because she was a single child, she was a first-time like, volunteer. For every exam, she was also a student, I was also a B-compsil.
3: Okay. She was a
2: 1st rank holder in the next year of my b oh. So she always thought that she was a better. That at that point of time, uh, okay. the education was considered the most important. Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she said every exam that we wrote, uh, Two of our junior to me. Uh, yeah. I only got a first class in my BCom. Okay. And she, uh, she was, she was being a single child. Nobody really uh, did, like, she never did anything for anybody.
3: Oh.
1: And the
2: parents both were, both were doctorates. One okay. was a scientist, the other was a veterinary doctor. Okay. And both of them looked after her like a, a princess. Okay. So even when she came, she expected me to bring her tea, she expected me to do yeah. things for her, and okay. everything, which was not normal at that point of time. Okay. But I understood that very fast, uh, so yeah. I had to... Do this, it was very interesting for me to even think about because my sisters were very different.
3: Uh, yeah. We
2: were trained, even though we were fairly rich and we were trained to serve the other people.
3: Okay, yeah.
2: Uh, all my sisters, uh, my irrespective of how their husbands uh, asked for, they uh, were uh, ready to serve and did it because my mother taught us like that.
3: Uh, ah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There, the family was thinking about things as very different. Ah, uh, yeah. So, these are two different cultures. My children, like, uh, whatever, both of them are uh, graduates, uh, com- commerce graduates. Okay. One of them is going for higher education. Okay. This is uh, their own decision. So one of the things that I told is, if you have to study within Kerala, I will fund the money. Okay. But if you are going outside, you have to go on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, one of them got into Christ College in Bangalore. Okay. on his has and went there. Now, okay. he's finished and... Uh, thinking about going internationally, so it is his story.
3: Ah, yeah, yeah. So, that is how it yeah. is so, uh, yeah. so, yeah. so, two funds you have? I I have
1: two sons. Okay, yes. yeah. So, it was wonderful speaking to you, sir. Uh,
2: anything, else, the, uh, yeah, anything else you would like
1: to add to it, you can no,
2: the, I think uh, that in this particular crisis, keep the information and use it uh, very well. Yeah. because it is very critical that we come out of it in flying colors. Yeah. And I'm hoping that India comes out of it far earlier than most other people ah, yeah. with the maturity and the intelligence that we have that we can actually lead a normal life at it, the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so all, much. All the best, sir. So thank, 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 thank you. Thank you.